Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, May 25th. Lawmakers are heading home for the holiday weekend with no debt deal in place. But both President Biden and Speaker McCarthy appear to be optimistic about getting a deal done. Does it feel like Groundhog Day to you all just yet? We are now a week away from that so-called X date, where the Treasury Department has said the U.S. will default on its debt, unable to pay its bills for the first time in American history, if indeed Congress does not pass an increase to the debt ceiling that President Biden can sign into law. Despite the ticking clock and the lack of an apparent deal emerging, both President Biden and Speaker McCarthy still sound somewhat hopeful. Here was the president earlier today at the White House. Speaker McCarthy and I have had several productive conversations, and our staffs continue to meet as we speak, as a matter of fact, and they're making progress. I've made clear time and again defaulting on our national debt is not an option. And for his part, Speaker McCarthy on Fox News today said progress is being made. I don't know if we have a deal today. We worked well past midnight last night. We did make progress yesterday, but we still have a number of items that need to get through. But neither side can guarantee a deal will get done and passed and that the U.S. will avoid default. Now, this is all happening as lawmakers are heading to the airport, catching their planes and heading home for the holiday weekend. Speaker McCarthy is urging them not to go too far just in case he has to call them back to do legislative work if indeed a deal is reached. Lawmakers will be given a 24-hour notice to return if that occurs. But each day that passes without a deal brings the nation a day closer to default. Today, McCarthy said every hour matters. And as we've been telling you, if indeed the U.S. does default for the first time, the economy could essentially go into chaos. This is unprecedented territory, folks. Social security checks could be put at risk. It's not clear if the payments would be immediately delayed or not. That's just one aspect of the chaos. Patrick McHenry, a Republican congressman and lead GOP negotiator on the debt situation, continues to suggest that the two sides are still pretty far apart. The issues are thorny. They're difficult. Nothing's done. And we're at a sensitive phase with sensitive issues that remain. Those sensitive issues are the thorniest issues that we've been discussing. Now, a source tells CNN that the two sides are discussing a deal that would lift the debt ceiling through the 2024 election while placing caps on the 12 annual spending bills Congress must pass by the end of the fiscal year in order to fund the government and keep the government operational. The idea being discussed is a mechanism that would allow Congress to pass the 12 appropriation bills at those agreed-upon spending levels, and if they don't, then a short-term bill would automatically pair back those levels. But the exact spending levels are still being hammered out. And about that timeline of lifting the debt ceiling through the next presidential election, that is something that House Republicans deliberately did not do in their bill that they passed a few weeks ago that raised the debt ceiling. Again, a bill that's dead on arrival in the Senate. But they were hoping to only extend the debt ceiling for a year or so to have this fight again in a year in the midst of a presidential election because they think it would give them some leverage. 
Another tricky sticking point is that issue of work requirements. That has not been hashed out yet. And a source tells CNN that negotiators are also considering cutting back some of the $80 billion in funding for new IRS agents that was included in the Inflation Reduction Act. The pairing back of those IRS agents was indeed one of the measures in that GOP House passed bill. The White House had previously said that rolling back any bit of the Inflation Reduction Act was off the table. One thing both sides do seem to have settled on as an agreement point is clawing back some of the unspent funding for the pandemic. But as we've talked about before on this podcast, reaching some kind of deal, that's actually when things are going to start falling apart. And we're starting to see that happen today. What do I mean? Well, I mean that any kind of an agreement is going to be moving off of the position that the House Republican bill is final. And many House Republicans have that point of view. So Speaker McCarthy's job becomes quite difficult then to sell any deal to his conference. A group of 35 hardline Republicans in the House Freedom Caucus sent a letter to McCarthy calling for additional demands in negotiations. This is as rumors are swirling about what might be in a potential deal. In the letter, they urged McCarthy to include provisions to beef up border security and block the FBI's new headquarters. Those measures were not in the original House Republican bill that passed. They also want McCarthy to force Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen to, quote, prove her work that the government will indeed default on June 1st, as many Republicans have expressed doubt about that X date. And they renewed their calls yet again for clawing back that IRS funding. Take a listen to Chip Roy, Republican of Texas, one of the people who signed that letter. I'll talk about my vote. And, you know, my vote is going to be a substantial price to earn my vote. And that price is the the meaningful, substantial, transformative fiscal reform necessary. And here's what Congressman Bob Good told my colleague Manu Raju. He also signed the letter. I am concerned about rumors to the effect, and I haven't read or seen anything yet, but rumors that we may have some sort of a deal in place that would uh, raise the debt limit more than what was called for in Limit, Save, Grow for a whole lot less in return uh, that we need from a policy standpoint, from a fiscal standpoint. And if that were true, that would absolutely collapse the Republican majority for this debt ceiling increase. And as for the Democrats, well, Joe Biden and Hakeem Jeffries and Chuck Schumer are going to have a tough sales job on their hands also. Sources say that in a closed-door meeting today, House Democrats expressed concerns that Biden could be alienating them in the kind of deal he cuts with Republicans. Here's what one House progressive told my colleague Manu Raju today. We don't negotiate with terrorists globally. Why are we going to negotiate with the economic terrorists here that are the Republican Party? That was Congressman Jamal Bowman of New York. A source in the closed-door meeting today said people are, quote, really unhappy with potential for work requirements in the deal. And then separately, there seems to be a lot of frustration that President Biden hasn't been more vocal about the debt ceiling in general. A common question asked during the meeting was, where is Biden, who did finally address the matter today briefly at the White House? And of course, some of those economic gyrations will start occurring before we even reach the debt limit. Fitch Ratings has put the top-ranked U.S. credit on, quote, rating watch negative, meaning it could downgrade U.S. debt if lawmakers do not agree on a deal. Fitch is one of the top three credit rating agencies, along with Moody's and S&P. 
The White House pointed to this move as a cause for urgency, and the Treasury Department also emphasized it and said a potential downgrade shows why Congress must immediately address the issue. Reminder, Congress is leaving town for the holiday weekend. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.